0: The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life.
1: Welcome back friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, Certified Health Coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm
0: Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program come join me and come join me and saying goodbye to burnout Facebook group. (laughs) I started to sing, but it was, it wasn't happening. I apologize to, to all the listeners for that, but come to Facebook, join my group. It's fantastic. We do a lot of good work. Um, and that being said, if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, Come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or find us somewhere out there on social media. I'm always out there, active on Facebook. And Kisa said last time the emails best for her. Mm -hmm. Come find us. Come ask (laughs) us questions. Come tell us what to talk about.
1: Sweet.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, everyone, Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year.
0: All right, and on to our topic of the day, which is how to plan a badass year. Woo. Yeah, and in this episode, we discuss how to pick big goals, how to plan them out, and how to prepare for all of the barriers that are definitely going to come up for you. Mm -hmm. First, I want to share with you an amazing review from one of our subscribers that we got a while ago, and this is an email from Lauren. And here's just a little snippet. It was a longer email. She says, I enjoyed the podcast so much that I shared it with my mastermind group. That is the best definition, explanation, tutorial, demonstration, articulation of boundaries that i have ever heard in parentheses both in formal psychology education reading other academics and therapists she says it was so insightful it was absolutely Mm life-changing and that is my favorite review of all time
1: Um, (laughs) she said some
0: really great things about us and i hope that you go back and listen to that episode episode eight why the boundaries you've set are not working And if you'd like us to read your review on the next episode, leave us a review through iTunes, send us a message, an email, or tag us anywhere on social media. All right. So before we jump into the how of setting big goals and doing the work to make them reality, because that's where we really like to go first, I want to talk to you first about allowing yourself to dream big. Mm -hmm. I want to really quickly touch on how to decide what your big ass goals should be. I'm going to ask you the questions I ask everyone that comes to my office in the beginning because the truth is we often know what we don't want. I I don't want to be tired. I don't want to feel sick all of the time. I don't want to be so angry. I don't want to fight with my husband and kids all of the time. I don't want to feel out of control when it comes to social media, food, alcohol, etc. Right? So usually in the first session with, with folks, my question in the beginning is... And this is something I really want you to think about when we're talking about what your goals are, is this. So if I were to wave my magic wand right now, and because you can't see me, just imagine, you know, I am doing that for you right now as we speak, right? I've waved my magic wand and tomorrow morning when you wake up, you will be surprised to discover that absolutely everything is better. It's just better. It's great. So what does that look like for you? Describe it in detail. Do you feel confident at work? Do you feel sexy in your clothes? Do you wake up to the sound of your alarm, energized and ready to go about your day? Do you live somewhere else, like a different country, a different state? Do you have kids? Do you have more money in your savings account? Do you speak with more love and kindness to family members? Do you speak to yourself with more love and kindness? Right. Ask yourself, what is different if it is better? And how do you know that things are better? Hmm. Those questions, it's so funny when I ask that in in first sessions. So many people just don't know, right? They don't know what it looks like if things were different. And so I want you to spend some time thinking about that. And that's going to help you determine what your goals are. And it's going to help you determine your big why. Mm -hmm. So Kisa is going to help us talk about the how of setting those big goals.
1: Yeah. So, you know, how come it seems like we start the year with good intentions? We're, you know, cleaning up our diet, we're heading to the gym, or we have plans to accomplish something big. And then we slowly start to lose steam and motivation. Our trips to the gym become fewer and further in between. Food that is not on our diet seems to... Um, we seem to be eating it more often, and our motivation for our big project has dwindled or diminished. So yep. how can we plan our year and make it happen without losing steam and motivation? Right.
0: I th- I think this is why so many people, I've h- had so many people say that resolutions don't work, so they don't do
1: them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. And, you know, the first of the year, truthfully, it's literally nothing more than like, The sun goes down on December 31st and comes up on January 1st. Like it's a day like any other day, but like mentally it's a really valuable opportunity to evaluate things Mm -hmm. because there's so much energy created by massive amounts of people looking back at their lives and like looking forward, deciding if there's anything they'd like to change or do differently. And so there's so much energy at the beginning of the year. So it's like a really powerful Mm -hmm. time to create change. But Mm -hmm. like Kisa was saying, right? Like we have all of that energy in the beginning of the year. It's super contagious. And we think that that's going to push us to like lifelong change. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But like by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already late January. Maybe you're listening to it in the middle of the year. Um, You know, either way, it's a great time to think back about goals you've set in the past and walk with us through some of the reasons that we don't follow through. Um, but you know, we tend to lose steam Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: just a reminder, like always, right? Like let's use all of, all of the, the things that we're going to talk about as learning opportunities, right? If you're looking back on goals you've created in the past that haven't worked, you know, use them as opportunities rather than reasons to judge or punish or berate ourselves. Because the truth is, Keith and I are sharing with you years of experience and research and trial and error. And Mm we're both like... (laughs) fascinated by this subject and spend so much time learning about and researching and talking about it. So that's why we can share this with you now, but I was never taught how to do this while growing up in an understandable, realistic, and useful way, right? We're just kind of expected to know how to create goals and how to complete them. And when we don't often experience a great deal of embarrassment or shame or self-loathing. So we're, we're taught that it should feel easy and good Right, mm-hmm. and it does in the beginning of January, right? Like New Year's, you're like, hell yeah, right? Like eating better, right? You know, so it feels easy and good in the beginning, and we're taught that that's how it should feel, right? And it's not true. So let's drop the self judgment for now. Let's look at planning in a way that's going to make it simpler, but not easier, because goal setting and goal achieving is not an easy task. Mm-hmm. But but your big big goal will be so worth the
1: effort. Oh, for sure. So let's take a look at traditional planning and, you know, stuff that I've, like Mary said, like we have done this in the past many, 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 many times.
0: Uh
1: Um, (laughs) When you, so like, you know, when you set out to plan a project uh, the month for a new diet, you are usually motivated and excited during the planning phase. So you're like thinking like, ah, I'm going to start this new diet. I'm going to, you know, like. Um, do clean eating. I'm going to empty out my pantry. You may go out um, and buy something like new shoes, workout clothes, healthy food, or a computer. Mm -hmm. A planner every time I buy a new planner. A planner. Yes. (laughs) Or like post-its, different markers. Oh Um, yes. Pens. (laughs) Pens. (laughs) They work work wonders. (laughs) Um, So something that is going to help you be successful in your new goal. We think that these external things will help us be better and get shit done, essentially. And yes, it may work for a while. I mean, you know, who doesn't feel amazing wearing a new pair of perfect yoga pants, right? It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, I love it. But the yoga pants are only going to motivate you for so long. So <laughs> mm-hmm. a few weeks in or a few months in and the yoga pants are now yesterday's news They've lost their like new appeal and your motivation to go to the gym um, has lost its appeal as well. And, you know, you find yourself going fewer times a week and not feeling the elliptical machine or free weights, you know, that they just seem so heavy. Your goal and your plan to start a gym habit has come to a halt and you find yourself rarely going, wasting money and not losing the weight you had planned. Yep. So, what happened? Why did your plan n- not pan out? And why can't you get motivated to go to the gym? So, yeah, let's look at why this doesn't work this traditional planning. Um, traditional planning of goals or projects has you write down your goal, making sure it's specific and has a time in which you want to complete the goal. So, say your goal is to save $5,000. $5,000 in six months. You really want to buy a new car and you need a down payment. So you are very specific about your goal, $5,000. You have a timeline, six months. You even break down how much you need to save each month and where the savings are going to come from in your budget. You know it's going to be tight, but it's going to be so worth it, right? Right. Uh, so this is the easy part. And again, at first you're motivated to save the money. And at the end of the first month, you have reached your goal for that month. You think, you know, like this is no big deal. It's going to be a piece of cake until you see the new Lululemon leggings and you have to get a pair. You end up getting a pair and there goes a hundred dollars from your savings. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, more little things sneak up on you, uh, you have, you know, you've been so good making coffee at home, but it just doesn't taste as good as your favorite coffee shop, right? So you stop a few times at your coffee shop to get a cup of Joe, but then you get an oat cake to go along with it because you can't drink coffee alone, right? All right. So like, it's like these little things creep up and you find that this month you only save 75% of the money that you set out to save. So what just happened? You had the perfect plan. So why didn't it work? Right. I always find it's like a really slow process that happens. It's like just one mm-hmm. little small thing. And then the
0: next one, right? Like I'm going to maybe just skip right? yoga this one time. Right. And then all of a sudden you've forgotten totally about your goal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't prepare for the mental toughness mm-hmm. that goes along with goal setting. Right? Right. We didn't allow the desire for the yoga pants to be there and not get the pants because that is hard. It's hard to like want something and not get it. Mm-hmm. And even though you like technically you have the money, right? right. You could have easily gotten those yoga pants, mm-hmm. but you're taking it away from your goal. And it's so much easier to get instant gratification so like the spontaneous new yoga pants that would be like that instant gratification you want something you have a desire for something and you um you get that whatever it made be that spike, um, of um, spike of new dopamine Woo! spike a new yoga yes. pants beautiful. <laughs> um yeah you get this instant gratification then you know you'd rather get the instant gratification than wait for For the long term pleasure, which is the new car you're saving for, Mm -hmm. so it's like in the moment versus that long term. What you, you what you dreamed of, what your goal is, and traditional planning doesn't take into consideration that in the moment you won't want to do things like go for a run or not buy something new. Like you can have it on the calendar, but then when it comes to it, you don't want to do it. Harder than it looks. Yeah. And, you
0: know, I think it's so funny that we forget this when we do the planning.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: of course, there's going to be moments when you don't want to go to the gym at 530 in the morning like you planned. Right. Right. Or when you uh-huh. do want the night out with friends instead of saving money or like the cake you swore off of or to take the day off instead of doing the work to practice a new skill or build your new your new business. You know, mm-hmm. we forget that it's going to be hard sometimes and so we don't plan for it so in the beginning mm-hmm. it seems so certain right because you're like it's january nothing will stop me right i'm so determined and then we end up getting caught up in the honeymoon phase of the goal and then <laughs> <I> like that <laughs> right and then we like we yeah. forget that sometimes it's hard to wake up at five in the morning
1: <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> So what do you do when you are in the moment and not wanting to do something you had planned towards your goal because you just don't want to do it? You're tired, it's uncomfortable, or you're scared. Yeah. So when planning a goal, (laughs) uh, calendaring it into your calendar, anticipate how you are going to feel at the time. If you know that you are not going to want to do something, then anticipate that. Go to the place where you feel uncomfortable and feel what that feels like in your body. Yes. Be clear with yourself that you are willing to feel uncomfortable in the moment for the long-term outcome.
0: Oh, I love that. You know, in our work, there's a lot of painful emotions that come up on our way to reaching our goals. Mm -hmm. And if you did the exercise at the beginning when we were talking and your goal is something that you're really looking forward to, then you can ask yourself, and I love this question too, right? Are you willing to feel discomfort, shame, embarrassment, disappointment, or anger? Those like, quote unquote, negative or painful emotions. Are you Mm -hmm. willing to feel those when they come up? If moving through those emotions means that you're moving in the right direction towards your
1: goal. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. And I was just talking to Mary uh, before we started recording about uh, we're in the process of buying a house.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's, I mean, like I know like the long-term outcome is going to be so worth it for us financially. It's an investment and it's going to be a really good thing for us. But like in the moment, it's like our loan officer calls. I'm like, I do not want to answer the phone. No, you know, it's just like, oh, but I'm just like, yep, I'm going to do it and see what happens. Right. Totally <laughs> you know, worth
0: like, that discomfort, worth, worth right. the frustration. Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't like answering phones in the first place. And then when it's like, I know she's just going to be asking me for paperwork or to sign something or, you know, but it's just like, okay, I'm going to do it. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not so, easy.
0: Such a good example no. of like short term. You're like, it would be so much mm-hmm. easier just to ignore this phone call.
1: Yeah. Let me just <laughs> put long this term, off. Term. It's <laughs> right. like, I know how to, to get what I want. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, a lot of times when planning a project or goal, we either think in our head or write on a piece of paper what we're going to do and steps we need to take in order to complete the project or reach the goal. And we think that will be sufficient. We get a bunch of new recipes off the internet uh, for your new meal plan. However, you don't set aside time for shopping and cooking. And then you are left with a pile of unused recipes and disappointment.
0: That sounds like such a sad story. (laughs) You're left with a pile of unused recipes and disappointment. Disappointment. It's so true, though. I've definitely been there before.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, So I suggest that you go a step further and schedule it into your calendar. Make a list of everything you need to do in order to reach Mm -hmm. your goal. Like every little thing. Everything. Thing. And then once you have that, get out your calendar and schedule it into your calendar. Like literally put it on your calendar. Then you will know that you have time to do it. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to declutter your house. So write down everything you need to do clean out and organize junk drawer. Clean out and organize my closet. Clean out hall closet. Clean out and organize bathroom closet. Clean out and organize carport closet. Go to Goodwill. Etc. cetera. Uh go to dump. Now schedule every single thing into your calendar. So like Monday, January sixth from five to five forty-five pm, clean out and organize my junk drawer. And then repeat for every single thing on your list. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> then you can throw away your list because it's in your calendar, right? Yep. And then you have to remember to look at your calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, this takes us back to the part where in the moment you don't want to do it. So it's too overwhelming. You don't know what to do with all the stuff in the drawer. You've had a stressful day and this is just going to add to your stress. And it would be so much easier just to sit on the couch, relax, watch the office. This is where you need to feel uncomfortable and do it anyway. You embrace the discomfort and think about how amazing it will feel to have a clean drawer that when you open it, you can find a rubber band or batteries Mm. or a flashlight. (laughs) This will make your future less stressful and so much easier. Yes. Like focusing on that vision of that clean drawer. Yes. I love clean drawers. (laughs) You know, you have to do it even though you you don't want to. Yes. And I will say, Kisa, that this is Mm -hmm. something
0: that doesn't just happen. Right. So many people like myself, we've talked about this before. So many people buy a planner that we hope will make us more organized or better planners ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for some of us, this is like a two part process. Right. right so the truth is that this is also a skill to learn right the using of the planner like kisa was saying before right like you put it all in your planner but then you have to look at it
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right so it's a skill and it might be that before you reach your goal and i want i want you to think about this and kind of be okay with it is that you have to also teach yourself to have your own back Right. So it's kind of okay that you might need to learn this other skill first. And I really had to do this myself. Um, right. Cause one of the barriers to success was not keeping my commitment to myself to honor what was in my planner. Right. I had a plan. I had a lot of planners. I had a lot of pretty pens mm-hmm. and I would put everything in the planner and then I wouldn't look at it. Right. So if this is you, it might be that before you fill your entire planner for, like for the whole year, You might Mm -hmm. practice putting tasks and time slots on your calendar. You might need to practice like I did opening up your planner and that might be your first goal, right? Like I'm going to look at my planner every day for this month,
1: which Mm -hmm. sounds
0: like an odd goal. Like not, (laughs) like not even caring if you do anything Mm -hmm. on it really, but like, I'm going to like be a person who has a planner that they look at. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, you might need to also practice viewing it the night before. So you know how to plan
1: for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, That's a habit I got into Mary was just looking at it the night before. Mm -hmm. And same thing with like, menu planning, like I would plan a menu. And then sometimes it'd be like, I go to make the food and then something's frozen. I'm like, well, Got to defrost
0: the chicken first. (laughs) Right. You know, some of our goals, like this is a big one, like looking at it the night before. So important. And if like, if that's you, where this is a part where you struggle a little bit, like that's okay. And I just want to say that, right. I always thought I was just supposed to be an organized person, that that was Mm -hmm. just like a thing that people were supposed to do. And that if I bought the right planner, the right calendar, the right pens, it would just all fall into place. But I had to back it up. Like I'm not internally, like it's not one of my, my main personality traits to be an organized, like put everything in their place, look ahead to the future kind of person. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make one of my goals that I would be a person that sits down on a weekly basis to plan ahead Mm -hmm. and to actually open up and look at my planner every day. And so that was a process um, that I had to work at very hard for, for a while now I like now it's a skill though like piece of nose I got a lot of stuff done because I can actually plan ahead
1: mm-hmm definitely <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's okay we got two two spots my my husband just brought me like this this note uh letting me know that he's gonna go out to eat but it's like humongous it's like (laughs) in like 72 point font (laughs) on this piece of paper (laughs) oh Oh, anyways amazing um okay so
0: yeah where were we i was just saying Kisa, how very hard it is
1: to yeah, be a it is. And that's, you know, that, that is a skill to learn. Like, not everybody has that skill of putting things into their calendar and then looking at it. Yep. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, reaching goals and creating projects and products isn't always easy. And there are usually parts that you just don't want to do. But you need to do it to gain the reward of completing the project or reaching your goal.
0: Yep, like putting in the work ahead of time is so valuable. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so often, especially like, you know, we're recording in January, we put a a resolution like into the universe, into the air. (laughs) I'm going to the gym five days a week this year. Right. And then we're just Mm -hmm. like, we just expect it to happen because we want it to. And I kind of like, I did that a little bit with yoga this year. I'm like, I'm going to go three times a week. And then I got sick. Right. I didn't like plan anything to, you know, to look at the barriers that might come up to exercise. So that's the mm-hmm. thing that right now that I'm not sick anymore, I'm going to sit back down and look at this goal and be like, all right, how do I make this happen?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, cause if it's a goal that's important to you, I strongly encourage you to put the time in at the beginning. Um, like talking through your goal with someone after your plan is in place. It's a really valuable thing, right? Kind of bounce things off of them. They can often help you see where your blinders are keeping you from seeing some barriers. Um, and they can help you problem solve some things that you might not know yet how to Mm -hmm. get through. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about our five tips for planning out and reaching our, I keep calling them big ass goals. I forget which coach calls them bags. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Bags,
0: (laughs) you know, your BAG, your big ass goal. Um, so what's it? Five tips. Tip Mary. Talk about our tips. What is your goal? Tip number one is before you do all of this planning stuff, is to kind of like I really recommend a little bit of a visualization. You know, take the time to understand what you really Mm -hmm. want, and that might be you know, even a five or ten years down the road, like kind of future visioning type of goal. You know, and you don't have to write down all the steps for that, but knowing your big goal your long term goal really helps you know why maybe going to the gym 5 days a week is your goal for right now right or yeah. why eating healthy or losing weight or getting in the habit of doing a certain thing like that it helps you know the the why mm-hmm. because you'd be surprised at what's possible for you you know especially long term if you start working towards it now
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: ask mm-hmm. yourself the question what would be different if everything was better what does that look like? How will I know that I've gotten there? What do I have to do to get there? That will help you shape your goals in a way that gets you where you really want to be long term.
1: So, another tip we have for you is what's your why? So, why are you doing this? What is your reason and your commitment? And really go deep on this and make it very convincing. Because the more convincing it is, the easier it will be Uh in the moment to remind yourself of your why. And that will be strong enough to help you through the difficult times. Definitely. So for instance, like I talked about this house we're buying and like, if I look at the, like, why are we doing this? Like, because financially it's a really good investment for us and it'll help us, essentially be in a better place financially. However, in the moment, like I have to remember that and I have to like, look at that future and see like really what it is we want from this goal in order for me to like do the difficult things at that time. Yep. (laughs) So if it was just like, oh yeah, I just want a house, you know, (laughs) All my friends have one, so I want one too. <laughs> right. You know, like that's probably not convincing enough. However, I look at like the financial, like the financial uh, outcomes and what's that? What's the word? Pos- Stability. Positivity. Stability. Thank you, Mary. Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. That sounds go good. That. I like it. <laughs> so, our next step for you is to put it in your calendar. If it's not in your calendar, it's not going to get done. Yep. This is such an important step. Um, You know, put every single little thing in your calendar and just be specific. Like if I was working on, you know, like building my business, I wouldn't just say work on business. I would be like, what specifically am I going to, I'm going to blog at this time. I'm going to work on the podcast at this time. Uh Um, Like I'm going to make podcast notes at this time. I'm going to make the, um, the, the transcript at this time, I'm going to make my website for, or the webpage for this episode at this time. So like being very specific. Um, and this will make sure you have the time to do each step and that you won't be able to have an excuse because I just don't have the time is the most easiest excuse ever
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) when
1: something comes along and you don't want to do it. Yeah. Um,
0: You know, one of the other things I love about putting it in my planner, like next to a time slot is Mm -hmm. that when it, like when I used to use checklists, it was like, I could do it at any time. And it could always like the thought that I can do it later was always Mm -hmm. a possibility. Yeah. When you put it in your calendar, like at 8am, this is when I'm going to do this. And 8am rolls around and like something comes up or you can't do it right now. You reschedule it. Like, Mm -hmm. Any other appointment that you have, and mm-hmm. then it, it, like you know when it's going to get done. And every single time, right? If this is important to you, then you reschedule it every time, and it will get done.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a really good point, Mary. Uh, so, tip number four for you is be willing to feel uncomfortable. When you're willing to feel uncomfortable, scared, anxious, or any other uncomfortable feeling, you will get your stuff done. You will feel the uncomfortableness, feel the anxiety, feel the fear, and do it anyways. This, you know, like this won't keep you from getting something done, which is another scale. Yes, definitely. itself.
0: (laughs) Right. And so that leads us to tip number five, right, which is allow yourself the time to learn basic skills. Mm -hmm. And so last year, you know, I've been talking about my goal of doing handstands. Mm -hmm. And I've continued to work on that throughout the year. But one of the things that I've learned over time is that I have two basic skills that I have to work on first, which is why I don't have one yet. I can't like stay up and hang out in a handstand because I still have a fear of being upside down. And Mm -hmm. I also have a flexibility situation where getting up into a handstand like, it's just more challenging i have to like strong myself into it instead of you know using my flexibility so Mm-mm. you know i'm not behind on my goal of doing a handstand Mm-mm. i'm just i had to like be okay with stepping back to learn some basic skills that a lot of people learn when they're younger that i didn't right a lot of people do like cartwheels and they're on jungle gyms and they go upside down and right a lot of kids are flexible and i just never did things that like flexibility Mm -hmm. came with.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so it's just like, okay, so I didn't have Mm -hmm. those things. And so now I have to do them. Right. And I was trying to skip over them. So, you know, ask yourself, do you have basic skills that you're skipping over? And do you need to practice like being organized? Do you need to practice being a planner? Um, Do you need to work with a therapist or a coach or a trainer who can help you get the basics down, right? Like allowing emotions or talking through, you know, sometimes like trauma or really intense emotions are the reason that we're emotional eating, right? And so sometimes we just try to take the food away and we, right, like we're missing some basic skills on like what's going on beneath that. And so sometimes it's like, okay, maybe I need to step back this goal and do some of the more basic work, right? Because what's the point of me being able to kick into a handstand? Oh, hello. Welcome back, Kisa. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> so he's just flashed off for a second um so right what's the point of me being able to kick into a handstand once and not being able to replicate it over and over again i want to learn the basics and do it right so i can go from there to moving to more advanced moves right like i've got a couple of videos where people are like flipping upside down and like going from one thing to another right i don't want to just like handstand against a wall i want to do actual handstands mm-hmm. Right, And so if you know why your goal is so important, like we talked about before, and it's going to help you live an amazing life long-term, I think setting yourself up for long-term success is really worth it.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And that's it. Awesome, Mary. That's it, man. our five
0: tips. That's our five tips. All right, friends. We only got five. <laughs> that's it. So all you got is five. That's so all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in definitely tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about having a lack versus a growth mindset and how a shift in mindset can create drastic shifts in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group, And then you can also find me at my website at www.marielisepreston.com. And it is back up, but I will tell you friends, there's like, there's one part of it that's, that's not complete and it just is what it is. (laughs) It's fine. It looks weird and that's okay. Perfect. And you can also find Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. And that's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com.
1: Awesome. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. Yes. And if you
0: enjoy the show, we'd love it if you would leave us a review. We love to give shout outs to those who do. So you can send us an email, Mm -hmm. find us on social media, give us a call. Kisa loves phone calls. And most importantly, (laughs) most importantly, though, we'd love it if you would leave us an honest review on Mm -hmm. iTunes. Simply go to iTunes and search for the podcast page. Hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. That helps us to be more discoverable in thousands of similar types of podcasts um, on iTunes. And that's it, my friends. Super helpful. We will see you on the next episode. Goodbye.